The Beatles and Woman. And that's going to be the JSB crew choice uh, for Song of the Day for Mothers. Women, you are simply great. And uh, whether you have children or not, whether you uh, are a physical mother or not, the fact that you mentor, nurture and much, much more is what we're looking at today. So don't forget, if you want to celebrate your mum or someone who you believe has nurtured you as you've grown up, then now's the time to SMS us, WhatsApp us. You can send us a message. Let us know who it is that you'd like uh, to uh, celebrate and also what the song is that you'd like us to play as well. So we crack right in with our first story, and it's a story which focuses on food security. Food security at a time when uh, we look at South Africa. Apparently, South Africa is the most food secure country in Africa, and yet it should have enough food to feed all our people. This, of course, is not true at all. On the line is Zoe Gould Angelucci of the Green Pop Foundation, focusing on uh, urban harvesting and urban growing of food, if you want to look at it like that. Zoe, thank you so much for joining us. Morning, Michelle. Thank you so much, and happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Zoe, let's look at this idea of um, food security. What does this actually mean? Sure. So food security occurs when all people at all times have access to sufficient, safe and nutritious food to meet meet their dietary needs for an active and healthy lifestyle. So it's really about across the board having enough food, not being hungry at any time, not never having enough money to buy food, that kind of thing. Okay, so of course the question would then be um, how do we shift and change that in South Africa given that uh, there is not a, uh, not everyone has access to huge parts of land or chunks of land in order to grow food for themselves? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think the issue of food security, in order to address it on a, on a broader level, we're going to need structural change. It's going to need to be dealing with poverty and unemployment levels in our country. But in the meantime, one of the things that we can do is actually empower people to be able to grow some of their own food at home. Obviously, we know a lot of people in this country participate in subsistence farming, and that is fantastic. Um, In the urban areas, we see that people don't often grow their own food because they don't really have space. So what our project in collaboration with Urban Harvest has done is actually created a small self-contained food garden that um, people can use in urban areas to grow food when they have very little space at home. So the food garden, the self-contained food garden, is described as a pod. That could mean so many different things. Explain how it actually works. Yes, so it's actually two trays that fit one on top of the other. Um, And the idea is that it, it produces everything you need in order to have a sustainable food garden. Because normally you would have to go and buy things every season, right? You go to the garden store and you buy seeds and compost and and that could be very expensive. So that could be an inhibiting factor for people to actually be growing their own food at home. So what we've decided to do is we created this pod. Um, The bottom is a composting worm farm and the top is the food garden. So you put all your garden scraps in the bottom part and you plant your seeds in the top part and um, that bottom part actually gives you compost so that Um, You can continue to use that in your garden. It also gives you fertilizer that you can use in your garden. So it kind of produces everything you need. Um, And then in terms of the seeds, we actually teach how to save seeds as part of the curriculum that goes along with the Family Food Gardens Project. 
So it is called the Family uh, Food Garden Pod or the Family Garden Pod. And mm. obviously, it is so much about teaching young children to grow mm. food. How do you do that? Yeah, so the program um, includes three different components. So we start with an in-person family gardening workshop. So we will work with another community organization. So it's Green Pop, it's Urban Harvest, and then a community organization that helps us identify the beneficiaries. And we'll go and work with them and do the in-person workshop and train people on how to grow their garden, and we'll put the pods together with them and then deliver them to their houses. And then once they've gotten the training and the pods, those are the first two parts, then they go into a 12-month curriculum, which we deliver on WhatsApp. So people get put into a group um, with the other people from their community, and they will all participate in 25 WhatsApp lessons over the course of the year. So they all, all get online at the same time. They are taught about a specific part of the curriculum, for example, um, seed germination, um, and shown pictures of how to do it on WhatsApp, and then they get to send pictures of their garden and voice notes on how it's doing. And it just creates a really lovely kind of community space for people to discuss their successes and their challenges. Talking about successes, Green Pop has, in fact, been going for um, uh, close on 15 years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, talk to us about the diverse projects, gardening projects, food gardening projects, and uh, tree planting projects that you engage with as well. Yes, thank you. So Green Pop was founded in 2010, and so far we've planted almost 150,000 trees in sub-Saharan Africa. We work in four countries. Yeah. Um, and our projects are, are very diverse, as you say. We do a lot of forest restoration projects. Um, some people might have heard of us in relation to our tree planting festivals that we run. Um, we also do many urban gardening projects, urban greening projects in Cape Town. We've planted about 15,000 trees um, at schools on the Cape Flats, and now we're working with 10 schools to install Fainbos Gardens at their schools. Um, we do the food gardening project, as we've been discussing today. And then we also do a wide range of environmental awareness projects. We work with other organizations like WWF, um, IUCN, etc., to run um, awareness campaigns about environmental issues. Was, so that's us. Yeah. I, I was really interested when I read the information and I went onto your website around your funding model, because it's quite mm. a diverse funding model. So you have private sector support, you have mm -hmm. a level of government support as well, or provincial mm -hmm. support, but you also have individual support. And actually, your individual support is gaining massive momentum. Yeah, absolutely. I think people feel very um, kind of drawn to the positive messages about environmentalism. So... So we try and we try and work with that and give people a way to contribute. Um, yeah, so our funding model it it comprises of amazing individuals that contribute to us on a monthly or once-off basis, yeah. um, and also corporates who donate to us monthly. Um, yeah, we have some grant funding, um, but uh, yeah, as you say, it's very diverse, and I think it just speaks to the diversity of people that are that are interested in engaging with this movement. I know that the musician Jeremy Loops is on your uh, board. I'm wondering uh, if it helps to have an ambassador uh, of that nature. Absolutely, yeah. Jeremy was actually one of our co-founders. Um, so he's been with Green Pop since the very beginning, um, and he's very passionate about this work. And during the, the hard lockdown last year for COVID, um, he actually kind of came to us with the idea and said, guys, I really think we need to be doing food gardens because mm. COVID is creating such a big problem 
in terms of food security, I mean, exacerbating the problem that already exists. So it had been something we had been thinking about for quite a long time, but he was one of the people who kind of pushed that forward and said, let's do it now. And I think that's been something that's really amazing. Well, we wish you all the very best. Uh, You're certainly doing uh, some great work. And I think uh, talking of food security, that takes us uh, full circle.